Welcome everyone, Arthur Bablis here. Congratulations for getting to the Personal Evolution Show podcast, part of the Evolve from the Inside Out community. And we're going to be coming to you, we're going to be having discussions, we're going to have conversations. And all purpose is to get you thinking about your thinking. We're going to ask you some questions so you can discover decisions that you need to make in order for you to start moving your life forward. How do you bring in more joy, more happiness, more success into your life? You see, leadership, success, happiness, it doesn't just happen. It's cause and effect. In this podcast, we're going to be sharing with you modern sciences, traditional wisdom, spiritual laws. You have blending modalities from NLP, hypnosis, kinesiology, energy work. We're going to share with you what we've learned over the last 30 years in this wonderful field to help you to discover that essence inside of you and ask yourself the questions to help you to break through. Here's a question. Who would you be? What would you do? And how would you feel if you already had blank? Think about that. This podcast is going to help you fill in the blanks. This is Arthur Bablis. Okay, good evening, everyone. Arthur Bablisi, welcome to the Personal Evolution Show, the podcast, the podcast where we help you evolve from the inside out. And I'm just looking, we've got quite a few people online tonight already. So thank you so much for, for gracing us, for being here, being here uh, tonight, the 1st of August. So we've got one more month left of winter, and we're going to spring into spring as they say so thank you so much um we're here tonight we've got an interesting topic tonight you know we're going to be talking about how to architect consciously how to consciously architect a well-lived life what are the five pillars i believe to mastery that when we get them and we understand the journey and we understand uh, i suppose the path that we're all on in order for us to live a well-lived life and how we do that consciously then life changes for us you know and what type of game what type of game are you playing in life so the other things that we're going to be talking about tonight obviously the personal evolution show the podcast you know we put this together as part of the personal evolution community the coaching community and what brings us together in this group is that we're like-minded souls like-minded people and we're here because we share common values common virtues a common vision a common vision to be able to live in a world um uh, which is much better than the world today. And look, the world is great today. I mean, we will talk about what may or may not be happening, but you know, is the, the day 23 degrees partly cloudy or 23 degrees and mostly sunny? Because life is perception and uh, you get what you look for. We have a confirmation bias. And, and so we're gonna share with you, when we're, we're here in this podcast to be able to have discussions, discussions to help us evolve our thinking, discussions so we can consider how it is that we've created a life. What are the choices that we've had in the past and decisions that we've made in the past that lead us where we are today? And if we get that, and how can we do that a little bit better so we can be aware of the choices that we have today to make different types of decisions to be able to bring more joy, more fulfillment, more happiness in our life. Really, the, the sole goal, for us as a coach, it's a change agent, a transformational coach, whatever it is that you want to call us or all of you lovely people that are on the podcast tonight. Some of you done a lot of training with us and some of you are new and may do some training with us. We'll look forward to that and being a service to you. But really, the, the, the goal of the work that we do is to, to have a discussion together, to have a discussion with ourselves, to have a discussion with our friends, have a discussion with our clients, have a discussion with our loved ones, have a discussion with our, with our peers. Have a discussion because in a discussion, we get to ask ourselves and each other some questions. And what's the whole purpose of those questions? The whole purpose of those questions is for us to discover the decisions that we need to make, the decisions that have always been there for us in order for us to bring more of what we want in our life, more of fulfillment, more, more happiness, more, more love, more joy, whatever it is for you. We all are bound by the same thing. We all want more, all more, more of whatever is important to us. And so this way we've put the group together and we're going to be coming to you on a regular basis with these, with these podcasts and quite a few other things, you know, weekly, uh, fortnightly masterclasses, if you're part of our evolution group. And 
and really sole purpose is for us to be able to live that well-lived life. So tell us, uh, let's have a look who's on the podcast. We've got a lot of people on here. We see Kelly's here, Michael's here, Christine's here, uh, my sister Thanasia's here. Thanks, Sue, with that uh, quote, keep them going. Yes, Dad's here. We're certainly going to keep him going. Anastasia's here. Magdalena's here. Great to have you, Maggie. Oh, Magdalena, I should say. Anu's here. Christine, Fabian. How are you, Fabian? Mate, you've done a fantastic job. You've invited really the whole world to, to the Evolution Group and the podcast. Thank you so much for the work that you do. Kevin, Kevin is here. And, uh, yeah, and of course, more people are going to join us as we go along. So thank you so much. If you're watching it live, just say hashtag live and tell us where you're watching from. I mean, we're interesting times here in Australia, in New South Wales, in Sydney. And, you know, we're going to be talking about that because we're faced with some challenges. Some people say they're new challenges or the existing challenges or we all have our own perspective or perception of what may or may not be hap happening and how it is affecting us and ultimately how it's affecting our choices in terms of what we want in the future. So let us know where you're watching from because you may or may not be in lockdown, as I say, here in Sydney, in New South Wales. So uh, we're here in lockdown, behind closed doors, and well, that has a purpose. We'll talk about that tonight. It's part of how we can live a conscious life, a well-lived life. It's part of the five pillars of mastery. And my take on it is that we've been given a blessing, an opportunity for us to actually will go inside to start that journey to rise up and evolve. So let us know where you're coming from. And, uh, and if you're watching it later on, just hashtag replay so we can see who's watching it later on. Put in some comments, share. And we've got our team here. Magdalena's on here tonight. Dean's not watching tonight, but he'll catch you on the replay. But we've got Fabian here as well. Fabian's going to be joining us in our team. He's been doing some fantastic work again. As I said, thank you so much, Fabian. And thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight on this podcast. So let me start by saying this. If you want to consciously architect a world-class life, live a world-live life, I want you to write this down. Grab a pen and write this down. You have to play the long game. You have to play the long game. If you're stressed right now, if you're overwhelmed, if, if you're stuck, if you're burnt out, if you've overcommitted to things, you haven't been playing the long game. You have to play the long game. If you don't have any momentum in your life right now, you haven't been playing the long game. If you've got relationships that suck, you haven't been playing the long game. If your health sucks right now, if you're stuck in your health, if you're stuck in the pain of your body, you haven't been playing the long game. If you look at the environment that you're around, your peers, if they're not supporting you, helping you grow and evolve to become a better human being, you haven't been playing the long game. See, here's what I want you to know. And I want you to write this down. See, I, I was talking with my team yesterday and we we're talking about okay, what's a podcast going to be on tonight. And we had some ideas in terms of what we're going to talk about. And for me, I allow it to happen extemporaneously. And what that means is we'll think of a topic and we'll just talk about it. And we'll just share all the things that we've learned over the last 25 years in the field of complementary medicine, personal growth, you know, NLP, kinesiology, uh, quantum physics, energy work, hypnosis. Yeah, and the list goes on and on and on. All these are all the things that we've learned, all the modalities. It's not so much the medallies that we've learned, but the journey that we've been on. Journey in terms of learning these tools, the mentors, the peers that I've had along the way, and my own personal experience of, of, of the ups and downs in life and, 
and the pain that I've experienced, because I'm sure everyone here has experienced pain, and we'll talk about what it is that we do. What is pain? What is that we fear? And it's pain that we fear. And I look back and think, all of that has led us to where we are today. And the moments in my life when I think my life was moving forward, I was playing the long game. And moments in my life where I had big wins and huge crashes, I was playing the short game. So if you want to get someone in your life, if you want to live a well-lived, a world-class life, you have to play the long game. Write this down. I was listening to a podcast this morning. And this is where I got the idea. You know, my mentors, Brendan Bashan, Tony Robbins, and Tony for me is still the man, right? Um, Robin Sharma. No one can use language and their adjectives, their words to connect to your emotional strings like Robin Sharma does. Joe Dispenza. You know, Urquhart Tolley. You know, all these people, people that are listening on a regular basis, people that I've taken a deep dive in terms of learning, learning what they've shared with everyone on this planet in order for us to become a better human being, in order for us, for me, to turn up the next day and look at how I did my life the day before, maybe do a little bit better. Does it always happen? Well, it always happens, I can reflect. <laughs> It always happens that I think about it and it always happens that, well, I make a conscious decision to what can I do next to make it better. So write this down because playing the long game doesn't take just what shows up in the present. It architects the future for you. Playing the long game doesn't just take away what just shows up in the present. It helps you architect the future. So if you want to be an architect of a well-lived life, you need to play the long game. And I think a lot of people right now, because you know, people are living a mediocre life rather than excellent or excellence, rather than focusing on excellence, they're focusing on mediocrity because they're not playing the long game. They're not focusing on where they want to be in three or five years' time. They're just focusing on the present, on the now. See, where are you going to be in three or five years' time? Have you thought about that? Where do you want to live in three years' time? Who do you want to be with in three years' time? I mean, that's the long game. I don't, I'm not saying for that to consume you, but the long game is, I suppose, the flag post that you put it in your unconscious mind. So you go on the journey in order for you to become the person you need to become, which is really part of the pillars of self-mastery and mastering life to become the identity that you need to become in order to attract and bring into your life the very thing that you put in to your unconscious mind, into the universe, three to five years' time. So I want you to think about it. I want you to take a pen and write down right now. Have you thought about where you're going to be in three to five years' time? What about your relationships in three to five years' time? What about your career in three to five years' time? How old are your kids in three to five years' time? What do you want to be doing in three to five years' time? What choices do you want to have in your life in three to five years' time? See, that's the long game. See, that's the long game. I'm not saying to set real strategic and short-term goals like a smart goal. No, I'm saying what is it that's going to light you up that when you get up in the morning, it's like your North Star. It's the beacon that keeps you moving forward because stuff happens in life. But, you know, that's the beacon that keeps you moving forward. That connects you to your purpose. That connects you to the reason that you exist. So your business, are you in business for the short game or the long game? What business are you really in? And let me ask a question again. What business are you really, really in? 
What is the long game of your business? Not the shortcoming business. Shortcoming business is to be able to make money, to be able to pay the bills and get by. See, here's what happens. The people not thinking three to five years out, well, they're playing the short game. And look at most of us, and think all of you here, you're here because you're in a transition phase in your life. And what happens in that transition phase in your life, you're, you're looking to start something here. You're looking to maybe start a new hobby or, or a new career. You're upskilling yourself. You're reinventing yourself. You're looking to redefine yourself. Reinvent yourself with a, with a whole new set of thinking. Standing up as a role model so you can be a role model to your family, your friends, your peers, and to the community and the industry that you are blessed to be part of. And when, what happens in this transition phase? Because we know only two things are going to change your life, right? Either something new comes into your life or something new comes within you. And so if something new is coming into our life, and it usually starts that way, a new person comes into your life, a new opportunity comes into your life, or a new chance comes into your life. And we go healthful leather in terms of what can we do right now to actually make it happen. And because of that, we take our eyes off the long game and we get caught up in survival. We get caught up in the now. If you're not thinking long game, guys, you're getting caught up in survival. And when you're getting caught up in survival, you're not thinking strategic. You're not planning intentional conversations. You're rea having reactive conversations. You're not planning intentional meetings and appointments. And not planning intentional get-togethers, intentional um, directives for your business and for your life, or intentional ways of enhancing your relationships with your kids and your family, yourself and your significant other. You're reactive in the situation. And so when you go from reactive to rather being resourceful, guess what happens? You, know, you get run down. And when you get run down, you end up lying awake at night because you've lost that spark. You've lost that motivation, that inner motivation. And you start to ruminate. And you start to think and think and think and think even more. And you're thinking of how did you let yourself get to where you are? How did you let your health get to where it is? How did you let your relationship get to where it is? How did everything just crash in front of you? How did your business crash? How did you lose all your money? You know why all that happened? Because you weren't playing the long game. You are in survival mode. You thought you had it. You thought things were just happening. And I think that's what happened to us collectively, our collective conscious, as a human race. And let's see what people think. Let's see what they're putting in there in terms of their posts uh, some messages what are people saying uh, no pay no gain saying Fabian um, yeah absolutely absolutely COVID plays a huge role saying Anastasia well, we'll talk about that role let's raise consciousness yes we are in lockdown well Brisbane's only a couple of days lockdown right but hey what's lockdown do for us so if we're going to play the long game if you're going to make a commitment now to actually play the long game. I want you to write down on a piece of paper what's important to you, what's going to move you, what's going to move you personally. And pick an area in your life, whether it's your career, your relationships, your family. What about your financial situation? Where is it you want to be in three, three or five years' time? So because then we can reverse engineer that process. Because if that's where you want to be in three years' time, we can say, where do you need to be in two years' time? Where do you need to be in one year's time? Then we can ask more strategic short-term goals and projects. What do we need to do in six months? What do we need to do in three months? What do we need to do every month? What do we need to do every week? And what do we need to do every day? 
in order for us to get that weekly target, that 30-day target, the six-month target, the yearly target, in order for us to move towards that long game. See, no long game. If you're living right now randomly, if you're living a life of randomness, you're living a life of mediocrity. And when you're living a life of mediocrity, you're living a life of reactivity. You're not responding resourcefully. You're reacting to past programs, to past belief systems, to ways that you thought that you're able to handle situations. You know, tell us what you think about that. You know, we've got uh, some planets alignments. Yeah, yeah, a lot of planets are aligning, absolutely. We're in 30-year cycle. Oh, that could be another conversation. We have another night, absolutely. Nothing says saying your daily behavior reveals the deepest beliefs. Yeah, Robin Sharma, yes, absolutely. What do you do every day? What are your rituals? It's part of the five keys or the five pillars to achieving self-mastery. So if you're going to achieve a well-lived life, if you're going to set an intention in order for you to become world-class in what is it you do, to be able to bring in to your life, draw in more happiness, more fulfillment, be happy, be free, more love in your life, in love, Tony Robbins says, love is the oxygen to your soul. Imagine starving your soul of oxygen. You have to play the long game. Rather than letting that consume you the long game, the long game is there in order for you to be intentional in what it is that you do today. If you want to live in the now, you want to live intentionally what you need to be doing in the now in order to fulfill your purpose, your heart, soul, your where it is that you want to be. And if you know that is the destination, you've got to work to become the person you need to become because we've said in another podcast, the goal is not the goal, right? It's interesting because the long game is not the long game. The long game is about becoming the person you need to become, the identity that you take on board as you go on this journey. I mean, people do these programs. People have done some work with us over the last three months, the last year, the last 20 years. I can tell you, in three days, you're not the same person you were three days ago. In three months, you're not the same person you were not three months ago. I mean, talking to some of your people, it's like, you're not, you've changed, mate. You're not the same person that you've been. You're not who you once were. And that's a good thing. Because you can let that layer go. You can be grateful for the experiences. You can be blessed, look back. Say, hey, it was all part of the journey. The old pieces to the jigsaw puzzle of my evolution. You can't discard the pieces. People want to discard what's happened to them. You discard those pieces, you're going to have gaps in your evolution. They're pieces to your puzzle. And if the pieces to your puzzle, they make up your evolution. So let's be grateful that we have those pieces. Let's be grateful. Who do you need to become in order to live in grace? Because how many times do you look back and you still charge? You know, you charge because you charge when things happen to you today. And the charge only comes because you're holding on to, I suppose, expectations of how things, you want things to evolve. And that's because of your identity of the past. You know, the, the number one thing that sabotages is holding on to the identity of who we once were. But that's it. Listen to the language. Who we once were. We're not that person anymore. So if you're not that person anymore, who are you now? Who could you be? And if you could be that person right now, how would you be different from well, how you lived your life today? Tomorrow, what are two things? I want you to think about 
and we haven't even got into the five pillars yet, but right now, I just want you to think about what are the two things that you can do tomorrow that can move the needle of your experience of life. So if you rated your experience of life today from zero to 10, and it's all subjective, right? Let's just give it a number. And a lot of people had a great day today. It was a nice day outside. People went for walks. I went for a walk here in Cronulla on the Esplanade. I bumped into, I met a new friend today. I just, you know, I just bumped into someone I see all the time and said, hello. And we just started talking and we made a point. You know what? Let's not introduce ourselves. Let's just chat. Let's just find out who we are without the titles, without the names. And we had an hour, almost an hour and a half conversation up and down the Esplanade. Asking questions, getting to know someone, getting to know what's important to them, what motivates them, how do they make decisions, where they're headed in life. If they could change one thing in life right now, make it even better, what would it be? You know, great questions. It's funny because I'm walking on the Esplanade and as we're having this conversation with this girl, it's like we hear all these other conversations of people walking past and they're talking about, you know, the pandemic, they're talking about the vaccinations, they're talking about, you know, the discussions that are happening out there today which are causing so much sadness for people. And I say sadness because it's SAD, stress, anxiety and depression. You know, I don't realise the World Health Organisation says that mental health, depression is going to be the number one killer by the time we get to 2025. And that was a number of years ago they said that, before the pandemic. Now you think about it. This pandemic is taking more lives, not from the... You know what the threat is? I'm going to tell you right now. The threat is not the biological contagion of this pandemic. The threat is not us getting something within our body that may threaten our existence. That's nature selection. Whether this thing's man-made or not, it's nature selection. You know what the threat is? Not the biological contagion, but the emotional contagion. How this pandemic can take your mind, how this pandemic can take your heart, how this pandemic can take your soul and your spirit and your vision for a better future. And you get caught up in conversations that you think, well, fuck, what, what's the point of being here? And I get it. We need to stand up. We need to speak up. We need to rise. What if we stood up and, and, and spoke up and, and rose with a more positive outlook, with solutions to move forward as opposed to, if this is my thought, you don't have to agree with me or not. It's up to you. But we need to have an anti-movement. We actually put more energy to the movement that we're moving against. Let's have a pro-movement. Yeah, we talk a pro-life, but still an anti-approach. Pro-life is acceptance. Pro-life is expressing love. Pro-life is embracing everyone and accepting everyone's point of view. We don't have to accept it or understand it, I should say. We don't have to understand why people do what they do. We have to accept that we're actually part of the decisions of what they do and what they do because we're all interconnected. We're all, on in, we're all one interconnected and energy. What role have you played in this pandemic? Shit. I didn't do anything. Crap. We're part of the collective conscious. We created this. We attracted this experience in, us for, in order for us to actually create or I suppose to become aware of the first pillar of self-mastery. Let's get into the first pillar of self-mastery. Because this is how we master life, how we evolve, how we get to next level. The five steps, the five pillars, the five keys, whatever you want to call them, or the five elements. And they do follow the five elements in Chinese medicines. We apply that into our work that we do.
That's right, Fabian, pro-consciousness. But what do I mean by pro-consciousness? We're actually in consciousness now. So pro-consciousness, what type of consciousness? Pro-consciousness this level or pro-consciousness that level? Pro-higher consciousness, pro-higher thinking, pro-evolved consciousness, pro-a better life, pro-more love, pro-more compassion. We want to elevate consciousness. Why don't we show more compassion? Show compassion to your enemies. Marcus Aurelius. Can you do that? What if the greatest enemy is the enemy within? See, people talk about we need to do the inner work, right? See, the only way out of this mess is in. We need to go inside in order to be able to go outside again. And we know that from a transformational shamanic journey. We're on this process of having a shamanic death, letting go of this layer in order for us to evolve into another layer. That's right, Anastasia, love thy neighbor. Exactly, Kevin, people focus so much on the negative of COVID. Think instead of how much it's helped you and us, and we'll talk about that. And I'm not pro-COVID. All I'm talking about is pro-thinking, pro-evolved thinking. And in that evolved process of thinking, how can we offer solutions? How can we stand up and speak and create a movement where people do listen as opposed to feel antagonistic and feel like there's friction fighting each other? So pillar number one. You know, I was going to call it clarity. You need to get clarity in life. Clarity is power, says Tony Robbins. But, you know, clarity is actually being very clear what you want to achieve. You know, strategic planning, the goals. I want to go maybe a higher chunk. The first pillar is become conscious. And when you become conscious, you become aware. See, Carl Jung said it's not until you make the unconscious conscious that you move into the process of enlightenment and understand how you can evolve yourself and evolve your soul and evolve your being. Because until you make the unconscious conscious, we'll call it, Fate, but it controls your life. The unconscious, who you, your identity of the past controls your life. So the first step is we need to become conscious. We need to become aware of who we are. And the only way to become aware of who we are is to become aware of who we are not. How do you know who you are if you don't know who you are not? Guess what we're discovering now? Who we are not. Who we thought we weren't, but that person's coming up. Because guess what the universe has given us? The universe has given us an opportunity for us to go inside, to reflect, to do the inner work. And you know what? In order to make that happen, what's the universe done? In our external environment, it's told us, go inside. We're now stuck in our houses. We're now stuck in some boundaries, in a perimeter and we're all up in arms. You know why? Here's my take. You think, you think about where the world has been, you know, 80s and 90s, you know, Wall Street evolution, the growth of the 80s and 90s, 2000, 2010, the last decade. In the last 20, 30 years, the world has grown astronomically. I think as a consciousness of the people, a lot of us have been caught up with the extrinsic acquisition of all these goodies, all these toys, all these fantastic things that we want in life. You know, the travel, the experiences, the, the holidays, the cars, 
you know, the clothes, all the things that we acquire. And then we had Facebook that got us connected even more, where six degrees of separation now turned into two degrees of separation. And we connected to everyone. And we want more likes. We want more love. We want more, we're more acknowledgement. How many people watched our video? And so people are, are losing their own self-respect and self-love of self because they're attaching it to the experiences of what's happening to them outside. So unless that happens for me there, I'm going to feel pretty crap. So people are waiting for something to happen to them in order for them to feel good about themselves. So we start to look outside for us to experience life. Now, I was talking to some friends over the last couple of months, and you know, it's funny because we talk about this pandemic, or I've talked about this pandemic almost like a, a modern Noah's Ark. It's a cleanse, perhaps. As a consciousness, as a people, as a human race, maybe we have led that life where we have gotten off track. Where we've attempted to acquire everything on the outside. As Robin Sharma says, you know, if the person's always acquiring everything that you want on the outside, if you're looking for the likes, you're looking for the awards, you're looking for the recognition, you're looking for the money, you're looking for the houses, you're looking for, you know, uh, you know the hottest boyfriend, the hottest girlfriend, whatever it is. It's like... Unless you have something on the outside, you're not going to feel good about who you are. You're doing that because that's masking a gaping hole that you have on the inside. And people are starting to realizing it now. Because being forced inside our homes, we've been forced to actually go inside our hearts. We've been forced to go inside our souls. So perhaps this is consciousness's way, nature's way, of helping us save the human race, to save ourselves from ourselves, so we can reflect and become aware of what is important to us. What does make your soul sing? What lights your heart? What expands your mind? And what have you been caught up with? Where have you lost yourself? in becoming someone that really who you are not. And you're discovering now that you weren't that person. That was not you. And so the opportunity of being behind closed doors is giving you that time to reflect. So my wish for you is that you're taking that time to reflect because if you're always complaining that you can't do this, you can't do that, you're complaining because you can't do all the things that you wanted on the outside. And you're missing the opportunity that you have to actually go inside. But see, not everyone does the work. This is the road less traveled, my friends. Not everyone takes this road. Well, I believe that people that take this road, there's the ones gonna people are gonna evolve their thinking, evolve their consciousness, and these are the people who are going to inoculate themselves of the change that's happening right now in order for us to survive. That could be another topic uh, we talk about another time. In fact, if you come into an NLP master practitioner. You gotta get through a practitioner first. We talk about critical thinking and what's happening in the world. I'm not talking about conspiracy theories, but I want you to think about the thinking behind the thinking when someone says something. So number one, we've got to become conscious. Because when we become conscious of what's happening, what's important to us, who we are and who we are not, then we can get clarity. And then we become step one, conscious, which is awareness, right? If you want to transform, if you want to evolve, the first step 
to that formula is awareness. But how many people do this work? How many people go and see some sort of healer, some sort of practitioner, some sort of you know, wonderful person that does all these wonderful things that shake things up for them? Well, do they? Or they might just hug it out, right? They hug it out and I think they come out of these sessions and they go, oh, wow, what a wonderful awareness. Oh, that was such a huge awareness I got from that session. What a huge awareness. That was such a wonderful awareness. I just love these people. I just, I just love them. So many people come out with so, well, they reckon awarenesses, but they go back and live lives of quite desperation. They don't put anything in place. And so to know something, not to do it, is really not to know it. So were they really aware? So conscious, step number one, you need to become conscious. You need to create an awareness of who you are, who you are not. Because from that awareness and from that conscious, ref intentional, conscious reflection, bring up your unconscious. From that conscious situation, you get clarity of what it is that you want. You get clarity on the long game. You get clarity on where it is that you want to be in three years' time. Where do you want to live in three years' time? What type of life do you want for your kids in three years' time? Who's going to be with you? In three years' time. Now, you might not want to be planning that and think, oh, I don't want to think about that. Well, you don't have to let it consume you. But if that is something that lights your soul up, it's not about that happening. It's about the person you become along the way. You'll attract that or something similar in three years' time because you become the person. But unless you know where you're headed. See, when you hop in a car and you want to get to somewhere, in the past, we had all these UBDs and Gregory's and Sidways and Melways, depending where you are, right? We opened up a book and we wanted to find our route to get there. Now, how did you use that book? It's the same way of using a GPS system when you get in a car. What's the first thing you punch in? The first thing you looked up is the destination. Where do you want to go? So you punch in the destination, isn't that right? So you punch in destination in GPS, so you look up the address where you want to go. And then what do you do? You work out where you are now if you're looking at the sideways. So the destination of the map 71, where I'm now is a map 32. And guess what you did? You worked backwards from map 71 to 32 to see how you get there. It's the same with life. But now the GPS does it for you, right? We plug in the destination and you can choose. I want to go the fastest way or I want to go the, the, the quickest way, but the quickest way might involve some tolls. And so guess what? People rather go the long, the faster way well, actually, they don't go fast. They go the way, a longer way. Um, actually, it could be a shorter way, but it takes longer time to get there, right? And they do it that way to save $10 on tolls. They're not prepared to pay the price to get there quicker. You know what the price is? The long game. Sitting down and saying, hey, What's important to you? Where do you want to be in three to five years' time? Sit down with your kids. Where do you want to be in three to five years' time? Sit down with your significant other. Where do you want to be in three to five years' time? Sit down with your business partners. Where do you want this business to be in three or five years' time? That's the long game. You need to be conscious to make that decision. Well, decision of what you decide. So once you've made that, that's conscious. Number one, pillar number one. We move to pillar number two. So you get clarity from being conscious. So conscious clarity, you get awareness. Pillar number one, conscious and clarity. You get awareness, you set some goals, but you need to make a decision. 
to start moving forward. And that decision is what? Commitment. You would need to be 100% committed. We've got Josh here from, from Oberon, and you know, he calls it, you've got to be handy. You've got to be 100%. Handy. 100%. That's what he says. It's a colloquial term, right? You've got to be handy. You've got to be 100% committed to the process, 100% committed to your cause, 100% committed to whatever it is, the person you need to become in order to have that in your life. So you have to make a decision. See, Tony Robbins says it's, it's in the moments of your decisions that your destiny is shaped. And it's not your circumstances, but your decisions that determine your destiny. So it's not the pandemic that's determining your destiny, my friends. It's your decisions during this pandemic. Your decisions and your clarity and your conscious awareness of where you want to be in the long game three to five years from now. So you've got to make a commitment. And a commitment means you need to APR, Robin Sharma, absolute personal responsibility. You need to take absolute personal responsibility for the role you played in where you are right now. What role did you play in this collective consciousness for letting our consciousness, our heart set, our soul set to get out of hand? That we needed this correction. The same way that the markets, the, the, the stock exchange needs to have a correction. Well, has a correction every how many years? Consciousness has a correction to evolve our thinking, to evolve our souls, and to evolve our spirit. We're on this journey of a shamanic death. Are we ready to do that? So you need to make a commitment, absolute personal responsibility. Take responsibility where you are in life. Stop pointing the finger. If you're still pointing the finger and you're blaming everyone else, you're blaming circumstances, you're still at cause. You need to be, you're still at effect. You need to be at cause, right? You're at cause of your, of your shitty results if you're at effect. You want to be at cause at your better results by actually taking responsibility. And you take responsibility, have a look at what's happening in my life, what's happening now, and taking the lesson. See, once you get the lesson from the experience, you evolve your consciousness. And that's how you're at cause. So number one, you've got to become conscious. You've got to create an awareness. You've got to bring an awareness of your unconscious self to consciousness. Who are you? Who, who are you not? Get clear on what's important to you. And right now in this pandemic, we've given the greatest opportunity for us to go inside and reflect in order to find out what's important to us. Take the time to do that, my friends. And once you find out what's important to you, commit. Make a commitment to a better life. Make a commitment to the role that you play. Take absolute personal responsibility in order for you to... Read a charge life, as Brendan Bashan says. Three to five years, where do you want to be? Three to five years, you might have certain people in your life. In three to five years, maybe you know there's going to be a journey you're going to be on. Maybe you'll be losing people that are close to you. You just know it's just a part of life. How do you handle that? What are decisions you're going to make as that happens? Absolute personal responsibility. And once you take absolute personal responsibility, you start to put an action plan in place. You start to do the work. You start to do the work in order to get pillar number three. And pillar number three is, you know what? Competence. You need to create competence in your life. You need to become competent in yourself because confidence breeds confidence. Self-confidence comes from competency, guys. You need to master your craft. You need to master your work. You need to learn. You need to grow. You've got to keep on evolving yourself or reinventing yourself, constantly learning, rewiring story. Perfectly, Daylene, thank you so much. You've got to keep on rewiring your story. Because when you do that, you become competent. You're going through 
the steps of becoming a conscious competent, right? You made the decision. You got from the unconscious competent to the conscious competent. And in positive psychology, you've got the competence, confidence loop. The more confident you become, right, the more you stretch yourself and start to push yourself to the edge. You know, come to the edge, he said. They said, I'm afraid. Come to the edge, he said. They said, I'm afraid. They came. He pushed them, and they flew. You see, when you become more confident, you come to the edge, and you perhaps find out that you can fly. But not if you become confident. You need to become competent in something. So you need to put in the rituals. Number four is consistency. You need to be consistent in the rituals. You need to be consistent in the activities. You need to be consistent in your daily routines, your morning routines, your daily routines, your nightly routines. What are your routines with your health? What are your routines with your relationships? Yeah, Buddha had a quote, right? People say, I like you, I like this, or I love this, or I love you. See, if you like a flower, you pluck it. But if you love a flower, you water it every day. So you might like your life, but are you plucking your life? If you love your life, water your life. You might like people in your life. You might like people who are in your life, but do you pluck them or do you water that relationship so it can grow? Are you plucking your career? In other words, you know when you pluck, it's a short game. When you pluck things, you're playing a short game. The instant gratification. I want to pluck this flower so I can smell it now. Instant gratification. I want to take this money out of my business so I can do this now. Instant gratification. I want this to happen in my relationship right now. Instant gratification. You're plucking it. When you play the long game, you're watering it. You're watering that flower so that flower can flourish. It's a quote from Buddha. So you need to do the consistent things. What are your rituals? What are the rituals in order for you to water all these different areas in your life? And, you know, when you do that, you're actually doing the work. So you're doing the inner work. Well, you've got to be competent within life. You've got to be competent within yourself. In order for you to be confident and competent within yourself, you need to do the inner work. You need to go inside. You need to find out who you are not. You need to do all this stuff to rewire your brain. You need to let go of all the uh, old identities. See, you're going through the process of creating a whole new identity. See, when you become conscious, let's go back to number one. Step number one, conscious. You've got to become conscious of the identity that you want to become. Who is that you need to be and you want to be in order to be able to have all those things in your life in three to five years' time? Because here's the thing. You're not going to get there with who you are today. So if you think you can have those things in three or five years' time, being the person you are today, think again, my friend. What you want there demands the next level of you, demands the next level of evolution, demands the next level of consciousness from you. So you're going to play your part. And when I say play your part, it's not about judging other people and rocking what you think the boat by thinking, standing up and making noise. No, rock your own boat. Have a look in the mirror and judge yourself. Be your own critic. Not from a point that you're beating yourself up, but you know what? Here, the only competition that you have, my friends, is the person that you have in the mirror. That's it. What's your personal best in terms of laughter in a relationship? How can I have a PB today in my laughter? How can I have a PB today in my compassion? How can I have a PB today in my, my, my grit and determination? with relation to my work. How can I have a PB today with my health? I mean, we know that. We measure that, right? We measure the reps. We measure the waste. We measure ourselves on a scale. It's extrinsic. But how do you measure all these extrinsic things? You've got to put them on a subjective scale. Zero to ten. Secret to life. 
until you master your life. Sunday, reflect back on the different areas in your life. Career, relationships, finances, family, personal growth, spirituality. If after this podcast, you sat down and rated yourself, you didn't have to tell anyone, you rated yourself zero to 10, where were you in these areas? And you gave yourself a seven hypothetically, great. Someone's seven could be someone's one, someone's one could be someone's nine. It doesn't matter, it's an arbitrary figure. It serves as a signpost, the same way by setting an outcome. So if you're a seven, here's your question to yourself. What can I do tomorrow? What are two things I can do tomorrow, which are different to what I've done in the past, that can move the needle in my relationship from seven to seven and a half. They can move my career from seven to seven and a half. They can move my health from seven to seven and a half. You don't need to get it to 10. You just need to keep on moving forward. So imagine every Sunday night, you did this, this self-mastery process to master your life, become conscious, make a commitment, work at becoming competent, being consistent, number four, consistent with the rituals. You're not happy with the results? Change the action. Become competent in something else. Not happy with the results? Change the action. People say, you know, if you keep on doing the same thing day and day and expecting different results, that's insanity. Oh, what about this one? I reckon it's insane to think that you're not going to get different results doing the same thing day in, day out. Because this is what happens when you do the same thing day out. When you do the same thing day in, day out, you might get the same outcome all the time, but you get bloody good at it. You get better and better and better at getting crap. So it's not the same. You're not the same as what you were before. You actually get better at getting the stuff that you don't want. In fact, you master how to get crap. You become a master crap artist. What if you mastered getting all the things you do want? Competency, do the work, the inner work, check the results, be consistent with your rituals. Every Sunday night, zero to 10, where are you in these different areas in your life? And write down your number, what are two things I can do this week to move the needle from seven to seven and a half, just a half, in the different areas in your life. And so if you had two things to do in your relationships, two things to do in your health, two things to do in your career, two things to do in your personal growth, what if you had a list of 10 things you can do this week and you did those things? Do you think you moved the needle in your life? Absolutely. You're living a conscious life. You made the commitment. You're developing competence in how to live a life, a well-lived life. You're architecting a brilliant life. You're becoming an architect. When I was at school, at high school, I did tech drawing in year eight, year nine. I loved it. I want to become an architect. That was, I suppose, my, my goal when I was younger, becoming an architect. Another student a long time ago, we were working, and I said, I was telling him my vision, what my goal was when I was a kid, an architect. And I said, well, interesting, you've become an architect. You've become a life architect. You help people build homes. Homes for them to live in. Homes for their soul to live in. Homes for the heart to live in. Because Robin Sharma says that as an adult, we're just deteriorated children living in an adult's body. And so we need to go through the work in order to become competent to reconnect with a child again, to maybe, yeah, DIY renovation, we need to renovate ourselves, right? We need to deconstruct ourselves, demolish ourselves, lay a new foundation, and build a whole new home for our soul to live in. And when you do that consistently, myself, guys, my friends, when you do that consistently, then you get to pillar number five. And pillar number five, 
you start to live a congruent life. It's congruency. You're living with authenticity. You're living in a raw, genuine way. Guess what you've just realized? You've become the person that you set yourself out to be in the first pillar when you said, I'm going to live a conscious life. So you set yourself out. This is the identity of who I need to be in order for me to attract or more happiness, more love, more fulfillment in my life. To be where I want to be in three to five years is a long game. And you went on the journey, you got clarity, you made a commitment, absolute personal responsibility. You put an action plan in place. And you worked, you did the work in order for you to become competent. You did the work in order for you to become competent. You faced shit. You faced stuff, you faced the ups and downs, but you're very clear where you wanted to go. You're working on becoming the person you need to be in order to bring that into your life. You kept on doing the work. You kept on doing the work. You got some results. You were consistent. You're not happy. The results came back and changed the work. You keep on pivoting, reinventing yourself, pivoting and reinventing yourself and pivoting and reinventing yourself because each time you do that, you become stronger. And this is what's happening today in the world. We're getting a chance for us to go inside, to find out who we are, who we are not, what's important to us, and for us to pivot, and for us to, to take a course correction a soul correction, a heart correction towards our destiny, towards the people that we're born to be, to connect with our spirit, to connect with the light, the light that's inside you. And when you live a congruent life, my friends, and you realize you've become the identity of the person that you set out to be, you start to attract all those things in your life. The extrinsic world is a reflection of your inner world. And guess what's happened? You've just evolved your consciousness. What if we taught everyone to do that process? What if we taught everyone those five steps? Number one, become conscious. Create awareness. Get clarity of who you are, who you are not. What's important to you? What are your core values? What are you prepared to do for that? What are you prepared not to do for that? Set some goals. And then you make a commitment. Number two, you take absolute personal responsibility. You commit to a better future. You commit to standing up as a role model and doing the work. You commit to going through the breakthrough. I'm telling you, the, your breakthrough awaits you through this process, guys. Instead of waiting for something to happen to you on the outside to get everything that you want in your life, you realize that the only way that you can evolve is actually allowing something new to come from within you. And that's how you go from 3D to 4D to 5D. You want to live a 5D life? This is the process. So you make a commitment, you take absolute personal responsibility and you start to do the work. And as you start to do the work, you put the action plans in place, you become competent. You keep on doing things, you become competent. You keep on doing things, you become competent. You need to change things, change them, reinvent, change, reinvent. Become consistent with your rituals, become consistent with your rituals, become consistent with your rituals. And your daily rituals are a reflection of your deepest beliefs. So you've done the work to evolve your beliefs. You've done your work to let go of your anger, sadness, fear, or guilt. All the limiting decisions, all the limiting beliefs. Let go of the old identity. And your results start reflecting your identity. And at the moment, you let yourself, the old go, you finally let it go. Let it go. It's like watching that cloud just disappear from the big blue sky. It's gone. And the moment it's gone, you've just had a shamanic death. You've transformed your soul. You've evolved your frequency. You become congruent. You become one with a higher version of yourself. And then, 
you get to do it again. It's like, whoa, what a ride. Let's do that one again. Because another level awaits us. So guys, I want to thank you. I'm just looking at the time. It's 7.54. So we're pretty much getting on the hour. That's our podcast. I want to share with you tonight, you know, just my thoughts. Right, my thoughts in terms of if your life is not where you want it to be right now, it's because you've been playing the short game. You know, we give up the long game for the short game. We, 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 we sell our, our life short by playing the short game. We sell our heart short by playing the short game in our love, short game in a relationship, short game in our health, short game in our, in, in our career, short game with our money at the expense of the long game. And you know what? When it comes back to bite you in the long game, mate, when you get that bang, it's like a Mack truck hits you. Isn't that right? Keep on playing the short game. You're going to be like everyone else, a mediocre life. So we want to share those ideas with you. And then what are the five steps in order for you to achieve self-mastery? So here's my invitation to you. You know, we, 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 we're doing this podcast every Sunday. I want you to come along and bring some friends along, you know, next week, getting to be part of this group so they can enjoy in, 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 in having these discussions. You know, as an organization, the MBX Institute, we've got some great people with us at the moment and we're building, we're creating movement. And I want to invite you in August 14 to 15. We're running a program called Success Through Master. We're going to go through these pillars a little more deep dive and a few other models. The rise of the integrated influence, influence of the leadership trivium, the five element model of nature's law, the five uh, how to create flow in life. We're going to cover all those things. and we're going to, It's going to be an experiential type of thing. You're going to be in breakout rooms. You're going to be learning with each other and going through uh, uh, you know, a breakthrough yourself in order to find out who you are and who you are not. And what's waiting for you in three to five years' time. So that's August 14 to 15, guys. Go to this website, successthroughmastery.com. So if uh, Magdalena or even Fabian, just type that in the chat, www.successthroughmastery.com. Go to that website, guys. And you know what? You know what we're giving you in that evolution product? It's like, well, you can have a look at yourself. We're going to be giving our time away to add value, to make a difference in the community. Mental health is a big talking point. People need to have these kind of conversations. People need to have these discussions. People need to be around like-minded people. And this is the part that we can play by coming together in a room, a Zoom room, over 100 people in the Zoom room. We've got 30 people in there already. We've got two weeks to go. Help us to get to 100, 150, 200. 200 people in the Zoom room. We're gonna to be together August 14, 15. We're gonna be going through some activities, some talks, some discussions. Success through mastery. Go to that. Because you're on this podcast, guys, use the code MBX free. You get it for free. On the condition, and I hope that you do this. My, oh, my, my trust, not that I hope, I trust that you do this. We want to support mental health awareness. We want to support Beyond Blue. We created a, uh, a fundraising page. So once you register, you'll be given a link. Maybe the guys can put the link into the fundraising page. We want to raise funds for Beyond Blue, for mental health awareness. We want to make awesome uh, August an awesome August. Something small. 100 people in the room. Let's raise $10,000. It'll save a couple of lives. It might be your neighbor's life. Or it might be yours. So guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. And uh, we've got a masterclass on this Wednesday. 
So actually, the masterclass we're going to be talking about, uh, we'll be listing it on here, tell your friends to come along. We're going to be going through the seven spiritual laws and how they play with the five pillars of self-mastery. We'll go through these pillars again and deeper dive. So we can link in what are the laws that you need to be aware of in order for you to maximize and optimize the five steps of the five pillars to achieving self-mastery. And that really opens up the Success Through Mastery program that we're going to be doing on August 14 and 15. And if you want to do more with us, just you know, reach out, reach out with... With, with Dean, with Magdalena, or even Fabian, and I'll let you know what it is that we're doing here with the MBX Institute. And you know, if you want to actually go down this rabbit hole, we've got a big hole to go through. Uh, we're going to enjoy the journey together. So guys, again, I want to thank you so much. Thank you for everyone being on here. And thank you to Magdalene and Fabian for the work that you're doing. Dean, I know Dean's on tonight, but I just want to thank him for being behind the scenes. Uh, we've got a great crew, and we'll be speaking to you very soon. Thank you, guys, and good night.